welcome to Exploring Video Games, a weekly gaming podcast. I'm Citrus Seltzer, and today is Thursday, March 26th, 2020, and this is episode 52. This week, I played Death Stranding. Death Stranding is an action-adventure game developed by Kojima Productions and released in 2019 for Windows and the PlayStation 4, which is how I am playing it. Huge shout-out to my friend Pat for letting me borrow this game. Thank you so much, Pat. Uh, Oh my god, I loved this game. Uh, To me, it well exceeded all the hype, and I had a lot of hype for this game. It's really good. Uh, It's like, it's everything I want from a game. It's very gory and upsetting, all while being kind of like highbrow and kind of like uh, emotionally wrenching in a lot of parts. Oh, also, spoilers for this whole episode. Death Stranding has a little bit of a confusing narrative, which I love. Uh, So here is an overview of the plot, which is kind of told to you through, like, flashbacks and context. Uh, Dwayne is the main character. He's who you play as. And he has an estranged, conjoined twin, Elliot. And they were physically separated as children, but they grew up together in kind of a feral, codependent relationship. Uh, they're raised by an extremely abusive guardian, and at some point, Dwayne starts pursuing relationships and society, and he leaves Elliot and their messed up existence behind him. Um, so yeah, you're Dwayne. He's very emo. He's very haunted. He lives on the fringes. And you're basically trying to assimilate into society as well as dealing with slash figuring out these, like, horrible visions that you constantly have. Some of the visions are not horrible, but most of them are. I love the, like, mood and texture of this game. Everything is very smoky and dirty and dark, very noir, very cool. Definitely reflects the mindset of Dwayne, who is just a mess. Love Dwayne. It definitely is an edgy game, um, which I kind of like put off or I did put off playing this game because it was so hyped up and it also seemed very cool and edgy, which it is, but it's very successful. Um, I also think it's a pretty funny game. Like, I feel like it doesn't take itself too seriously. And, yeah, I feel like it's just, like, a successfully cool game. It makes you feel cool and, like, capable and powerful. Which, like, who doesn't want that? I kind of feel this is what uh, Apex Legends wanted to be. I played Apex Legends a couple weeks ago, and it was just, like, uh... Yeah, trying very hard to be cool. So Dwayne and Elliot share a painful psychic connection. Uh, It definitely gets in the way and causes them both a lot of pain. Uh, But you can also develop the psychic powers to an extent. Um, You can develop telekinesis. 
uh, mind meld, vibrational stuff. Also, sometimes if your stats are low or if you're like otherwise compromised, you get like involuntary mind reading as just like an onslaught of audio from whoever is around. Um, pretty disruptive and you can learn to control that too. I really liked how the powers or all the like psychic stuff is handled in this game. Uh, like it's very difficult. Like at, at your best, the powers take a lot of concentration to use and are not easy, which I guess is frustrating, but uh, I thought it was like a nice place to kind of like ground the game. And I also like that you have to be, like, you really have to be smart about using the powers and really, like, think ahead and strategize with them. Uh, my favorite parts of this game are when you play as Dent, who is, Dent is the name that Dwayne and Elliot are originally given by their caretaker when they are still connected. Uh, that's also how the game is introduced, which I think is a great introduction. You're just playing as Dent, just like, it's very disorienting, it's very violent. Um, you're just a feral creature, like, running around a city at night and, like, killing and eating animals and stuff. Very intense, very, very fun. Uh, one of the main challenges of this game is that you have to constantly manage your bloodlust and the severity of that changes over time and also like depends on the circumstances. You also kind of get like better at it as you go. You also are constantly getting these visions that prompt you forward in the gameplay. Uh, the visions are well done. They're short. They're usually pretty short. Uh, and sometimes they're, like, completely unrelated stories that you, like, pick up clues from or that, like, don't really have anything to do with the story but maybe have some themes related to it. Uh, I think they're really fun and weird and it's definitely, like, uh, wonderfully done cutscenes. Uh, the visions are more dramatic and serious than the rest of the game. They're usually pretty confusing and vague. And they're usually what prompts, like I said, the actual, like, missions, the game missions. Uh, from there, there's, uh, there are a couple, like, intersecting plots. You get involved with the mob. There's a lot of, like, business by the docks. You get involved with some mer people. Uh, their little world is very cool. Um, the Aquatic Bazaar, one of the best um, environments in the game, I think. I like all the kind of unrelated nonsense in this game. There's a lot of like collecting you can like collect crystals and like decorate your apartment i made like a couple little altars in my apartment something else that i really liked and was annoyed by in this game is that there are like weird real world consequences 
that you don't expect from this. Like uh, you have to take care of your apartment, you have to pay the bills or they like shut off your power or water or whatever. I also burned down my apartment building twice because I left candles going. Um, You also have to like occasionally eat plants or get like a balanced diet or you start getting sick. Um, It's like annoying and it's like extra and it's definitely there as a joke, but I don't know. I, I liked it and I thought it was funny and yeah, like another kind of annoyingly grounded moment in a pretty ridiculous game. Throughout the game, Dwayne and Elliot's past is kind of delved into. It's very upsetting. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen is their dad. He is incredible. Uh, He and uh, Mads Mikkelsen's and Kojima's relationship is delightful. I'm sure everyone listening to this probably knows about that. But lovely to see Mads. Um, he's so good in this game. His character is just, like, the most loathsome man. It's great. Yeah, the acting in this game, I mean, no surprises, but the acting in this game is, like, outstanding. Uh, it really makes the game, uh, so much more, like, full to have, like, believable emotional stuff in it. Uh, Chance Fewer voices Dwayne and Elliot. He's amazing. Uh, The incredible Shelby Logan did a bunch of the characters. He did Big Agnes. He did all the raccoons. He's so, so good. Um, So yeah, this is is an amazing game. It's definitely challenging uh, in the best possible way. And it really brings you into this specific weird world and it's so fun and it's so cool and it's very satisfying. I could not recommend it more and I'm really glad that I finally played it. Uh, So next week I'm going to be playing Hitman 2. Uh, I played Hitman 1 for this podcast, uh, episode 11. And I really liked it. So I'm very excited to play Hitman 2. I love nuclear stuff. Love sneaking around. So yeah. I hope everyone is doing as good as possible. I wish us all the best. And try to stay safe if you can. You can reach me at exploringvideogames at AOL.com. The website is exploringvideogames.tumblr.com, which is where I upload the screenshots. And it would be awesome if you could rate or review this show anywhere. Thanks so much for listening. I will see you next week.